At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. We begin our number four of the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here at Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And not too far from us, Southern California, Pebble Beach. Right? Is that Southern or Northern? I'm bad with my geography. It is, uh, I believe, Northern is that California. Northern? Yeah, it's it's in Monterey Peninsula. Oh. And uh, speaking of uh, Northern California, he played his college football at Stanford University. By the, the way, tree. Stanford, we can update a score here. The tree up 87 Ooh. to 63 over the UW Huskies. So the Stanford Cardinal going to get a win on the hardwood. Let's bring him in. Tank Williams, of course, a former DB in the NFL. You got to follow him on Twitter as we do at Tank Williams 13. And Tank, we were talking before we began uh, here on the air live at, uh, on the Green Zone. About the Pro Bowl, and I know you were glued to it as well as the rest of the country was. Forty-one <laughs> thirty-five, AFC gets that win. But but you and I were talking about it, and like you know, I, I like to tweet at Roger Goodell like he's ever going to respond. But Tanky might respond to you. We need to start something, right? Either put flags on them, make it two-hand touch, take the pads off, and take the helmets off, and let you guys be seen in an exhibition <laughs> game. Do you like that theory? I will agree that you're the CEO of this initiative, but I agree with you. And I think during the break, we're saying, look at the way the NBA and Major League Baseball and all these other uh, organizations market their players. And it's easy for them to do it because what? They don't have to wear a helmet. So you can see their face clearly. And when you have a Pro Bowl, where you have all your best players on one stage. Why not use that as a prime marketing opportunity to get them, get them out there? And then that's a way to build your brand. And obviously, I mean, you know, the NFL, they're in this business for money. And so market those guys up and it helps with those endorsement deals for them on the side and also with TV endorsements. We're just trying to help. Yeah. And I, just help, and, help. And take, I'm not mad at these guys. These guys don't want to get hurt. Right. What is really a week right. off? Their season is over. They could be going on vacation to some exotic tropical location, and they're coming out here to Las Vegas to play this game. But they were, in all fairness, they were going harder in the skills challenge the other night. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I think the players look at it like this. When you're in the last regular season game of the year, you're trying not to get hurt because more than likely if you're on the last year of your deal, what, you want to stay healthy so you're going to sign a long-term deal. These are some of the guys who are the best players on their team, the best players in the league. And if their contract is up, oh, you better guarantee they're not doing anything whatsoever that's going to jeopardize the big-time contract. So with that being said, like Dave was talking about, let those guys go out there, play two-hand touch, 
get their faces front and center on camera, and then it's a win-win for everybody, the players and the league. Yeah, I'm watching if you make it to Antouch and or uh, with flags on, because guys would actually try a little bit to make sure they, you know, I mean, two touch was fun back in the day. Plus, I didn't like to get tackled. Next week, they're going to play real football tank here for all the Marvels in Los Angeles here for the Rams. They're not the home team. The Bengals are technically the home team in this one. We've seen some money come in uh, here for the week preceding the Super Bowl. Coming on on the Rams, it's moved up to four and a half here. And uh, early on, it came out about 50, 50 and a half. It's dropped down here, Bet MGM to 48 and a half. What do you make of those initial line moves here by the public liking the Rams and liking the under, when we have T-Money on, you sprinkle that T-Money juice on. What yeah. do you make of that, uh, Tank? I mean, with the opening at 50 and getting shaved down into the 40s, actually, I like the over on the Super Bowl. I feel like both of these teams have been able to score some points in the playoffs. And I really like it from the standpoint of the Rams. Like, Matthew Stafford, he's thrown for over 300 yards in two out of three playoff games. We've seen that whenever you try to doubt Joe Burrow, he's going to step up to the challenge and exceed it. So I really look forward to this Super Bowl being a really close game. Uh, it started off at four and a half, and I think what it got down to minus three and a half now, I would actually like the Bengals there because I expect it to be a game decided by a field goal, and mm-hmm. I would go with the over on the, uh, on the 48 and a half. Quick NFL breaking news here, apparently from Adam Schefter. It looks like the Miami Dolphins looking to hire the 49ers offensive coordinator, Whoa. Mike McDaniel, as their next head coach. So one vacancy done. And uh, by the way, Houston, I believe, is still open. I think there's still one other team that's also open. Minnesota, it's going to be Thanks. Kevin O'Connell officially after the Super wow. Bowl. But uh, Tank, you mentioned in terms of high scoring, perhaps, for this game. when And you've been in big games before. Do you often find that the scoring kind of maybe, you know, do you think that like this Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, that it's going to come later in the game and maybe there's going to be a little bit of a feeling out process? Like one of the props I usually play and has gotten there for me more often than not, no score in the first six minutes and 30 seconds of the game. Because I think that these teams do kind of feel each other out. And this might be like if you're an end game better, then you can jump in on the over. I believe that process is smart money from the standpoint of, yeah, teams are going to be filling themselves out. And at the same time, teams are going to be a little bit nervous. You're going to have a quarterback in Jer Burrow. I mean, this is his second year in the league, his first Super Bowl. So you can see why he may come out a little bit hesitant and why his head coach may want to protect him against one of the best defenses in the league. And on the flip side, I mean, you can see where Sean McVay would like to come out aggressive, but his offense is based on running the ball and getting explosive plays off the running game. So when you when you mesh those two together, you can easily create a narrative to where it makes sense to go for a game that may not see a score in the first six minutes. And then once both of those offenses get warmed up, you have points start to kind of, you know, snowball afterwards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, it'll be interesting how it plays out. But normally, yeah, a little bit nervy. And it could bo- work both ways there where, you know, maybe you get a turnover here early on in that game. We'll see how Joe Burrow comes out. Again, Sean McVay is the experienced guy here, Tank, in this one, right, with Zach Taylor. How much does that play into the handicap for you, Tank, when a guy like Sean McVay going to his second Super Bowl, and let's be honest, he got schooled by Bill Belichick the first time around, right? And now yeah. it's one of his underlings. And now Zach Taylor that's going to be going up against Sean McVay. That familiarity, knowing, coaching, being those rooms, meeting rooms together when Zach Taylor was his OC, how much does that play into how much these coaches actually know what the other one wants to try to do? I think the thing where I would say that Sean McVay has the advantage is that 
he admittedly said that Bill Belichick outcoached him in that Super Bowl, and he knew it early on in the game. And when you make it back to this stage, you understand how precious of an opportunity this is and that you don't want to let it go to waste. Like, I can recall being in the AFC Championship game my rookie year. We got beat by the Raiders, who went on to get beat by the Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl in uh, 2003. And after making it to the AFC Championship game, I assumed that I would eventually make it to the Super Bowl, that I'd make it back to multiple AFC Championship games. That was the closest I ever got to the Super Bowl. So I think both of these coaches actually being on that roster when they got beat by the New England Patriots, understand how tough it is to be in that situation. At the same time, understand how precious it is because you're not guaranteed an opportunity to go back. So make the most of this opportunity. And with Sean McVay having a veteran-laden team with – the Aaron Donalds and the Jalen Ramsey and the Matthew Stafford, who's finally making it to the, to the Super Bowl after all these years in the league. I feel like having that veteran presence along with this unique opportunity at hand that they're not going to let it pass them by. Where the Bengals being a really young team, going from just having the first pick in the NFL draft a couple mm-hmm. of years ago to being in the Super Bowl, they feel like they may have a little bit tight, a longer window, where in actuality, their window is just as tight as the Rams. Mm, yeah, and take, we were talking about that earlier with the Rams. Look, they went all in making the trade for Stafford, trading all the draft picks, and they basically have a this year and a next year window, you would think, to win the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, Dave mentioned the Bengals. They were planning to play with house money. They're ahead of schedule, if you will, uh, you, you would think, on the surface, even though you never know when your window is going to close. Right. Just ask Dan Marino, of course. But Tank on the Cincinnati side, one of the things that we have seen with this team is they run the ball a lot on first down. And oftentimes they don't gain a lot on first down. So you get these second long situations, third and long, third and intermediate with Joe Burrow behind that offensive line. And a lot of people have been saying, okay, Cincinnati, you know, they're going to throw a little bit more on first down like they did in the second half against Kansas City. But how hard is it for a team like to change its identity that you've been doing for 20-plus weeks in an NFL season, then all of a sudden you get to the big game? You can't just totally flip a switch and change your stripes, can you? No, you can't, and they shouldn't. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, the one thing that you should strive to do in the Super Bowl game is to establish the run, and if you don't establish the run, at least keep it in the L.A. Rams defensive player's mind, especially that defensive front, that you're going to run the ball every first and second down because that's going to be the only way that you can slow down Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Linda Floyd off the edge. So when those guys have to play the run and you have to keep them honest, that opened up some quick passing plays on early downs in the past game. It also allowed you to kind of, you know, run some misdirectional runs and kind of get them off of their cues and stuff like that. And that will hopefully open up some lanes so you can take advantage of an aggressive defensive line. But if you become dependent on the pass and you let Aaron Donald and all those guys pin their ears back because they know you're going to throw the ball every down, they're going to wear you out, and then they're going to hop up to a lead, and that's the best way for the Rams to play, get an early lead and let that defense play from the lead. And then I feel like if the Cincinnati Bengals allow that to happen, they'll see their Super Bowl hopes dwindle away really early in that game. Got about 90 seconds to go with one of our favorites, Tank Williams. Again, follow him on Twitter at TankWilliams13Tank. With the breaking news that Wes just brought to us, it looks like there's only one job available, which would also mean to date there have been no minority head coaches hired in this cycle. And I'd be remiss with the elephant in the room here. Roger Goodell is going to speak to the media tomorrow. What do you want to hear from the commissioner here? Because this is clearly something that needs to be addressed by the league going forward. Yeah, something that needs to be addressed. But, I mean, at at a certain point, you get tired of hearing words. 
I mean, you can hear someone say that they want to get better and they want to improve at things, but proof is in your actions, right? Mm -hmm. So until the NFL starts acting on those promises, there's really nothing that they can say that's going to pacify, you know, minority coaches, pacify females who are trying to find opportunities in the NFL. And so what they really need is to have some voices in the room, which means they need some minority ownership. Once you have someone in those rooms helping those owners make a decision, then we'll start to see... I say the good works that need to happen in the NFL start to trickle down to all these other places where you're talking about general management coaches and things like that. But you need some decision makers in the room and you need those guys to want to change. And until we see that, we're going to continue having the issues we've had all along in the NFL. I'd love to see Tank Williams on the team. I'd be for that. There we go. Tank, really appreciate your time and your information as always, my friend. We'll catch up before the Super Bowl next Sunday right here on VEASAN. Don't go anywhere. We got it down to the wire at Pebble Beach. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that VEASAN is the best place to get all the betting insights for the very big game. And right now you can sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from all of our experts. Visit VEASAN.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Woo! Mm-hmm. Can't wait for Super Sunday, Super Bowl 56 next Sunday. We're going to have wall-to-wall coverage all day long, so don't go anywhere. we got you covered all week and, of course, on Super Sunday. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN. And i got to say, if you had Tom Hoagie, pre-flop, maybe you want to start listening to Long Shots, the podcast that Wes Reynolds, my co-host right now, does alongside Brady Cannon. You guys just giving out winners, at least guys that are there seemingly every week. They might not always cash for you, but it's 60-to-1 pre-flop. He just did something on 17. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of those people that listen to long shots going, Wes, Brady, thank you for the tip. Because it looks well, like you got a real good shot to catch that Well, ticket. right now, Tom Hoagie, two-shot lead, a birdie on 17. Ooh. Jordan Spieth still in the fairway on the par 518, like uh, not liking this shot. And by the way, Tom Hoagie now minus 3,000 at BetMGM. Jordan Spieth 14-1, to Bo Hosler 66-1. to Because mathematically, Hosler could go birdie eagle here and make this real interesting. But, uh... Yeah, I was on Tom Hoagie, gave it out on long shot 60 to one. Also the piece that runs in point spread weekly. 
and wasn't alone in my uh, uh, hoagie support this week. Our buddy Will Hill mm-hmm. also joins us he on did. the Lombardi line on Tuesday, and we're in for Patrick and Michael. He is on Tom Hoagie. Uh, Jeff Seeley, Indy Jeff, who if you listen to Follow the Money on Wednesdays, he gives out his golf picks, a very good handicapper and an Indiana guy and a very good gentleman. Uh, looking forward to seeing Jeff next time he's out here. He was also on Tom Hoagie. So uh, getting on the board, uh, that will be my second for the year so far. Hit the first one with Cameron Smith, the whole crew on long shots. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was aboard the uh, Aussie mullet man, Cameron Smith, at the Century Tournament of Champions. So uh, Bo Osler still mathematically in that. I got to give a shout out to Brian Ortega, yeah. super producer here at VEASAN, 401. Now, Brian Ortega, if he's going to explain that, is not going to be like, he didn't model like statistics or go through and like, well, what is this guy on strokes gain approach? What's this guy in proximity? What is he on strokes gain Poa Anwa? What he does is he visualized. And look, there's more than one way to win. That's a great thing about sports betting. There's more than one way mm-hmm. to handicap this. And he was like, you know what? I just visualized him on the leaderboard. And it was like, I didn't I didn't even think about Bo Hosler this week. I was like, because I didn't see the form, because we're always looking at the form right. coming into the golf tournament. It's like I didn't see anything. Now Hosler could birdie 17 and Eagle. That's assuming Tom Hoagie does not birdie the 18. So he is still very much mathematically alive, but uh we shall see. He's gonna have to get this one close though on Looks 17. Good. Uh Oh, and boy, and, and that, that's a very good-looking shot. He's going to have a very makeable birdie there. That would get him to 17 to put him tied for second with Spieth. And then he's going to have to, of course, Eagle 18. Spieth, meanwhile, he is oh, on boy. the beach, I believe, uh, in he's 18. Pitch in. Yeah, he's going to probably have to hold oh. this for any chance to win. Yeah, forgetting this. Not a pitch. It's it's definitely a hole-out scenario, to your point, Wes. So, again, as I said before the day, I was rooting for you and for Brian Ortega, one of you guys, to come home. And it looks like it's going to come down to those two. So, Bo Hoster still alive here. Mm-hmm. But Tom Hoagie, wow, what a stretch of golf for him uh, to to go from being a decided underdog here to the overwhelming minus 3,000 favorite on the live odds. The one job that I forgot that was not filled, I already assumed it was filled because I was like, well, Houston's the only one open. The New Orleans Saints technically open. I kind of have always thought Dennis Allen. I'm like, what's taking so long? Right. Are you going to promote him? But uh, maybe uh, Gail Benson, they're looking at perhaps like a Byron Leftwich mm-hmm. or somebody out there. But you're absolutely right with what you asked Tank. And I mean, that is going to be a big topic of discussion it's for so Super Bowl boy. 56 in league circles. The fact that we currently have one minority coach in the NFL. Now, Mike McDaniel is biracial, but we have one African-American coach in the NFL, and that's Mike Tomlin. And I like what Tank brought up, too, about, you know, not just African-Americans, uh, Asian-Americans, uh, you know, Hispanics, women yes. that are getting opportunities yes. in terms of being assistants and in front office in the NFL. So uh, uh be interesting to see what Roger Goodell has to say. But at some point, actions got to heed with the words. And I, I you know, I echo, echo uh, Tank's sentiments, and it is ownership and really again if you ever watched uh what's the the show the rocks on on, on hbo like uh, uh billions uh no the ballers ballers, ballers. ballers that's right and, and in the fictitious hbo show he becomes an nfl owner mm-hmm. and again i i really think to tank's point that's when you can really see well, headway being made well and it's gonna be tough to crack i don't know how much money Dwayne has Dwayne DeRock Johnson but he's got plenty enough he can at least buy a stake maybe into uh, a team I don't know if he can afford a whole team but he could be a, a stakeholder for sure it'd be nice to see uh you know art imitate real life here if mm-hmm. that did happen because uh, to Tank's point here that's the way you're going to see the real cat- cataclysmic change in hirings because we know you talk about the old boy network 
often. Sometimes you hire what you know, mm-hmm. who you know, those mm-hmm. sort of things. You got to have people that don't look like you to have those positions of power to really change things in the And NFL. it is now official. Mike McDaniel, this from uh, at Miami Dolphins on Twitter. So uh, it, it, it's, it's, is that like a Facebook where you confirm the inner relationship? I don't even know. I haven't been on my Facebook profile in months. It's complicated. Uh, you know, exactly. Not complicated anymore for Miami. They have agreed to terms with Mike McDaniel. Okay. He will be the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. All right. So again, just a couple spots here left to go in the NFL with coaching carousel. And if we get any other breaking news, we'll certainly bring it to you. One score. And I, and I was sweating this a little bit, gave out Minnesota 13. They lost the lead 71 to 59 though. Minnesota somehow, some way stays within the number. Wow. Iowa did close a 13 point favorite Minnesota with a late bucket 71 to 59. A couple other final scores. Stanford gets it done. 87 69 over Washington, San Diego state does not cover Nevada. Very shorthanded, but reminder, San, San Diego State not very good offensively. 65 to 63. That is your final score. And meanwhile, the Houston Cougars just keep rolling. There's nobody to challenge them in the American Athletic Conference. 25 to 7 at the under 12 timeout in the first half in Cincinnati. Houston close six and a half point favorites at BetMGM. Now you can lay 16 and a half total 136 and a half. Wow. Let's get back to the NBA here. Once Tom Hoagie will figure out that drama there as he's uh, going to 18 with a two-shot lead. See if he can hold on there. Bo Hosler really feels like the only guy that might be able to catch him here, so we'll keep an update there. A couple games uh, still to go in the NBA, and sometimes people get to this point. Maybe they had the under in the Pro Bowl. I don't know why he would ever play that. And they're going, I need a win. I need something here, Wes. You got the Pellies against the Rockets. Pellies laying six. Mm-hmm. And we've got the other game in the NBA that hasn't tipped yet, and that would be the Bucks laying four against the Clippers. Let's start off with the Pellies. And the Rockets here, sometimes you like with two bad teams. Sometimes instead of playing the side, you play the total. And right now that's about 226 and a half. You still like that possible play? I would lean that way. I'm not going to bet it. And I don't do a lot of pre-flop NBA, as I mentioned earlier. But you do have some injury issues. Uh, we're going to wait, obviously, still 45 minutes, I believe, and change before tip-off. And sometimes uh, you don't get the lineups usually till about – 15 minutes to a half hour before the game for the Pelicans. Josh Hart, questionable. We know Zion has been out all season with the foot issue. Luzada, Hernan Gomez, and Garrett Temple also out in quarantine for Houston. Usman Garuba, the first-round pick that Mm -hmm. they drafted out of Spain, battling a wrist issue. He is downgraded to out. Eric Gordon, Kevin Porter Jr., both listed as questionable with injuries. So, Starting to see basically five and a half in the market. There are some sixes actually now popping up as I say that. Bet MGM currently the high water market, six and a half. Yeah, it'd be play the over or nothing for me, and I think I'm going to choose nothing. All right, and one other game here in the NBA slate with the Bucks uh, laying the four on the road at L.A. to take on the Clippers. Uh, and that total right now about 227, uh, 226 and a half is what we're seeing in three and a half years. So maybe a little money coming in. On the clip join here, what do you make of that uh, slight adjustment to the Yeah, numbers? Clippers, uh, by the way, back to uh, 500 ball now. They got that one-point win held on against the Lakers on Thursday night. And uh, Milwaukee now uh, looks like uh, they are continuing that road trip. They started it last night in Portland, one in a big way, 137 to 108. Brooke Lopez, of course, has been out for a long time this season. Mm-hmm. George Hill, questionable with the neck injury for the Clippers. We know no Kawhi, no PG. Zubach is going to be questionable, but we have seen the Clippers, I think, take a little bit of money. It was four and a half in the overnight. Now starting to see as low as three and a half at BetMGM, some fours out there. 
And I actually do lean to the Clippers. I often think, and this is an angle I sometimes play in baseball. When you got a team that's like 500, kind of in the middle of the season, they want to get over that 500 mark and they know where they are in the standings. And you'll see these teams play a little bit harder. If I were to play this game and I have not as of yet, I would be on the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Bucks on a back-to-back, having won 137 to 108 last night. Uh, Bobby Portis, the season high, 30 points at six threes last night. So I'd be looking at the Clippers maybe as a small home underdog here. All right, so we'll see how those games play out very quickly. Bo Hostler, we talked about his approach. Beautiful tee shot on 17, the part three. Made that birdie putt. So he's within two of the lead. Jordan Spieth, I believe, is already playing his fourth on 18. Mm-hmm. So he is mathematically... Still alive, but Tom Hoagie on 18, striped his tee shot, right. striped his approach. He's not going to Vanderbilt this thing. No. It looks like at worst par, right? But more than likely, he's going to have a prime opportunity to get it to 20 under. And then Hostler would be, it'd be impossible for him to catch. So it really feels like a two-horse race here between Hoagie and Hostler. We'll update that. But Patrick Everson's going to join us on the other side of this break and get his prop expertise picks here for the Super Bowl. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Stupid bet. VEASAN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up. Today, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and look who it is. Vegas loves him. We love him. Patrick Everson is here. Props.com. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Patrick, great to have you in studio. Thanks for stopping by on a Sunday. We appreciate your time. Absolutely. I had to make my way down here. Now, look, I have it on the app, but I wanted the hard ticket. I had to make my way down here to bet the octopus on the Super Bowl, and that is whether one player will score all will score eight points on one drive. We'll score the touchdown and cross the, the line with the ball and subsequently score the two point conversion. Doesn't matter which player. Any player mm-hmm. scores eight points on one drive. Okay. And I'm a winner. Wes, let's, let's workshop this here on the show. <laughs> which player would that be? If you had to take a you could get it. Obviously, Joe Mixon would be mm-hmm. a likely candidate mm-hmm. here. I don't know for a Rams running back, but maybe a Cooper Cup. The obvious one, right? I think, is Cooper exactly. Cup. And that's yep. a guy, of course, that we're seeing. Get the overs bet on his props. And uh, expanding upon that, Patrick, uh, one thing that you've noticed, and you've been out here, and you're as great a resource as anybody, really talking to all the bookmakers, a lot of the sharp bettors here in town. Based on what you've seen every year in the Super Bowl, would you recommend, hey, if you like overs on these player props, bet them as soon as you can because they're going to go northwards from here. Oh, absolutely. And that was, I had a piece a couple of days ago where I got to sit down over lunch with Rufus Peabody, which was a, Fascinating discussion. It was really fun. Uh, he was, I mean, the guy's incredibly accessible, very nice. And he said just that. He he understands, look, what he's trying to do with with him and Captain Jack and the folks on the beta, they're trying to make smarter betters overall, mm-hmm. but they bet it in a very different way than most of us bet it, and they recognize that. 
So what he told me, I'm like, listen, you know people aren't going to bet the Super Bowl the way you are. What do you recommend? And it's exactly what you just said, Wes. He said, if, you're, if, you, are, if you want to bet overs, bet them now. Yes. Bet them early, you know, as early as you can. Mm-hmm. He said, if you're willing to wait for unders, if, you're, if you want to bet unders, if you're willing to bet unders, right. wait until literally Saturday, even Super Bowl Sunday leading up to kickoff. That's when you're going to get your your best buyback. If you want to, if you're willing to do like the pros do and bet no on the safety, hmm. do it like an hour before mm-hmm. kickoff when the public has already driven that price in your direction. And I'm glad you pointed out that safety. That is something that a lot of the casual bettors, Dave, love to bet <laughs> because you what you will see bet a little to win a lot. Hey, I've done it before too. Uh, I'll raise my hand too. You know, I always bet the special teams defensive touchdown that never seems to get there at a, over two dollars or about two fifty more often than not. But betters like to bet a little to win a lot, so you will see them bet those safety props and you know, kind of those funky game index props. You know, because there's that one year. Remember the Peyton Manning, yes, right, the safety first, first play, play of the game. There's that one year it happens, so that brings them coming back. Well, let's let's workshop that a little bit here, gentlemen, because, again, when you're trying to take those longer odds and, and cash a ticket to have some fun with your Super Bowl prop bets here, Patrick, let's talk about the defensive touchdown because you've got a couple quarterbacks, one that I don't trust so much and Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. and then Joe Burrow. I know some people believe, oh, maybe the moment, a little nervy early. You got a corner sure. like Jalen Ramsey out there and just waiting to hawk one and take it back. Might this be the year? if you wanted to play a defensive touchdown prop, that it actually you could see a pathway to cashing it. Well, I'll let Wes take that too, but I think your points are well taken in that, and this was brought up in, in, in a couple of interviews. I, actually, Chris, Chris Andrews at South Point brought it up. You've got two quarterbacks very new to this position. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Matthew Stafford has years of experience, but never been beyond the wild card round before this year. Obviously, Joe Burrow, only in his second year. He's never seen any heat like this. Uh, it's it's a little different. So yeah, there could be a nervy throw or two out there, and 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 perhaps it's perhaps it's a better bet. Still a long, you know, still still it's a plus money, you know, two hundred, two fifty, that sort of thing. But uh, maybe uh, a legitimate reason to take a longer look. Patrick, it almost seems ridiculous at this stage to ask. You know, we're going to hear all the major wagers all week. And mm-hmm. by the way, most of the major wagers have not come in. The bulk of it's going to start to come in when people get in town on Thursday, as you yep. well know, mm-hmm. being out here for so many years. But any kind of consensus that you found, at least talking to the bookmakers from the early action, are you seeing a little bit more Bengals love or a little bit more Rams love from this standpoint? I really, from book to book to book, and I'm looking at uh, – the, the actual report that I have up on props.com right now. And for example, last night did an update from WinBet, which doesn't operate here. It is WinBet, but it doesn't actually operate here. It's right. separate from Win Las mm-hmm. Vegas. They were looking at two way tickets, but a lean toward Rams on the money, about 60% or so uh, on that. Points Bet USA, two way tickets and two way money. So uh, I think it kind of varies from book to book. I think one thing we are seeing a consensus on, and maybe the two of you have addressed it, and I'm sure if you haven't, some of your peers have hit on it already, but that the public likes in the big games like this, and even in some of these playoff games that went, they don't mind laying the points with a favorite, but they also love taking the money line right. on the dog. Yes. Right. So that's what's kind of going on. The lean on the money line is definitely on the underdog, which I don't think I, I don't think that should surprise anybody. Yeah, because you will see that favorite come down. And I, I Matt Brown and I talked about that on Friday night on primetime action. 
that money line is going to be decompressed on the favorite because betters look, uh, they want to bet a score here, you know, bet a little, maybe not to win a lot when the money line is like 165 or 175, but they will always take the dog money line and maybe lay the point. Talking with Patrick Everson, uh, follow him on Twitter at Patrick E underscore Vegas, of course, from props.com. Let's continue down that theme, gentlemen, here, because again, we've talked about it a little bit on the show today, Patrick, Wes and I have, where if you're new to the prop scenario, right, you're probably going to be, have a proclivity to play overs for the quarterback props, mm-hmm. right? Certainly for yardage and maybe touchdowns here. Is that baked into the cake a little bit here when we see those numbers and maybe buyer beware if you just blindly play those overs? Oh, I think a little of that's baked into the cake for, especially for props that you, you know, popular props that, that the odds makers know everybody's going to play every year and they know they're going to play them. Oh, they're going to be, the public is going to bet yeses and overs, yeses and overs, yeses and overs. <laughs> Nobody likes to play no's. Because, because, exactly. Because, and, and Rufus Peabody told me this in his interview. He's like, look, the public is, is betting on things to happen, good things to happen, right. not bad things to happen. They want good things to happen. They want the scoring and, and so forth. Whereas the pros, as Rufus said, he's, look, I'm, he said, look, I am rooting for the most boring game ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the more boring it is, the better I am going to do on this game. So, uh, yeah, I would guess that on some of these, it's baked into the cake a little bit. I think over the years, you're getting a little bit less, especially when the, I think it was like a three-year one run west where the mm-hmm. safety came in. Yes. Yeah. So you're getting a little less value on some of these very popular props because they know you're going to bet them anyway. The number probably should be a little higher. I, you know, Kudos to Circa on this octopus prop. It was 11-1 <laughs> to 1 last year. They, it's 15 to one this Ooh. year, which I appreciate. I mean, they looked at the numbers. They yeah. decided this is a fair price based on the teams involved, the total in the game and so forth. Um, they made an adjustment from last year to this, which I appreciate. Um, what is that the exact fair price? I don't know because I'm going public on this. It's a fun bet. I'm going to fire anyway, and I don't care, but um, it, a fair number probably is a little bit higher. It, it, it's going to take an, an interesting, you know, confluence of to events get to get both mm-hmm. guys across the line. But um uh, but, yeah, I think some of that's baked into the cake on these. Patrick, with the props now, and, of course, it used to be Las Vegas was already always first to market. We know yep. Jay Cornegay and the crew, when they were at the Imperial Palace, they were the oh, first yeah. guys to do this all those years ago. And the prop market just keeps big, getting bigger and bigger. But with all these jurisdictions now being national, the BetMGMs and the DraftKings, et cetera, et cetera, these props were getting out earlier and earlier. So, Davy, have you seen any difference in terms of, like, betting patterns with these because these props now are out so early. We don't have to wait till Thursday night or Friday night or over the weekend to get these out. Right. Well, I don't know if there's so much a difference in patterns, but I think first off, I think it's good. Uh, I I think the sports books know that everybody likes these Super Bowl props. This Mm -hmm. is, this is, this is pros. This is, you know, recreate. These are betters who maybe aren't sharp, but are, bet regularly and and enjoy these things and then you've got the casual betters and then you got the betters who come in once a year. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing they bet and everybody wants these cuz there's so many different ways they take them. They got the cross sport things right. and all that. There's you know the, from the coin toss literally every single play of the game is tied into one prop or another. Jay Cornegay said that at, at the Superbook earlier this week. He's like every play is basically either deciding or helping decide one prop because there's so many. But what I think is the good, uh, another good thing about it, if you're willing to value shop a little bit, look, even if you like to play the fun stuff, the safeties and the two-point conversions and the stupid stuff that I'm going to play so that my <laughs> wife can have some tickets to look through while I'm working all day on Super Bowl Sunday, she's got a reason to watch the game. Even if you want to play the yeses and the overs and the so forth, what's good about all these coming out early and in such volume is, as Rufus Peabody said, the sportsbooks have a lot of ground to cover here. Right. And if you're just willing to shop Three or four books, just three or four books. Just if you have three or four apps, have a few bucks in each one. Check, check, 
because he said, look, if you check three or four books, because they have so much ground to cover and so many props, you can find value, even if you bet yeses and overs. Yeah, you'll get variance because not everybody, you know, you can't move on air like if you're looking at a Don Best screen mm-hmm. on a side and total on a prop. Bet. No, absolutely. We only have about 30 seconds. Patrick, if you're first time or you're coming in town, you don't have a Super Bowl party already to attend, what would be your advice for people when they're, where to watch this game? Oh, my gosh. Get the, Look, there are several books up and down the Strip that have, or, you know, or Westgate, or, and perhaps even here, I'm not sure, but that have open seating, okay. get there early, early and spend the day. Watch watch the Premier League soccer games. Watch all the other <laughs> stuff and then just settle in for the day. Enjoy the day. Patrick, Absolutely. great to have you here. You got to follow him on Twitter, Patrick E underscore Vegas. Come on back. It's me, in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using the bonus code VEASAN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register at BetMGM, you're also going to get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and the bonus code VEASAN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in nevada dave ross west reynolds wrapping up our number four of the green zone here on decent and we got brady cannon and james salinas standing by they'll take over at the top of the hour but i always give props to you and brady for long shots and for very good reason we talked about it can't win every week, but if you listen to the pod, these guys always give you information on legitimate chances to close. And you guys had Tom Hoagie at 60 to 1 mm-hmm. pre flop this week. You go back just 45 minutes ago, didn't look very good. No. Jordan Speeth's in command. Mm-hmm. And then what's Hoagie do? Hot down the stretch. He doesn't Vandeveld 18 on the par mm-hmm. five, plays it like a, like a smart man. And I believe that's his first win. On the PGA Tour. It is. And we saw last week Luke List, his 206th start on the PGA Tour, and got his first win at the uh, Farmers Insurance Open down in Torrey Pines. 
Tom Hoagie getting All the trophy smiles. now on uh, on CBS from Amanda Balionis wins in his 203rd wow. career start on the PGA Tour. So look, uh, you know that's the thing. You never want to write these guys off. You can always win. Not everybody wins in their 20s. Sometimes it takes a while, and some guys play their best golf in their 30s. Some guys play their best golf in their 40s. As uh, Bo Hosler trying to finish up, and uh, he'll have that par to stay tied for second with Jordan Spieth uh, right now. So he'll have a little bit of a comebacker. But yeah, Brady Canada both on Tom Hoagie this week on Long Chats. A few other VEASAN people Will in the VEASAN family. Will Hill, yeah, Andy Will. Jeff, Jeff Seeley, who you hear on Follow the Money. Uh, he also hit Tom Hoagie. I believe Matt Brown also had a position on Tom Hoagie this week. So uh, nice that a lot of people uh, uh, are winning and betting golf a little bit more. Shout out to Brian Ortega. Didn't get the dub here, hey, but he man, alive, dog. you get a 400 to one man. shot. And he's there on the 72nd hole on Sunday. You don't, you don't ask any questions, whatever. Everybody's process is different. Yes. He visualized it. He's got, he's got 20, 20 vision apparently it. because he was right there in the mix here. So uh, nice to get one home here at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It's certainly on a Sunday night or a Monday when I write the next week's following tournament. It gives me a little bit more motivation because I've been on the other side of this where it's like I get the runner up and he loses in a playoff or he blows the lead and it's like, I don't want to write this daggone thing. I don't want to write this column or tape this podcast or do whatever we're going to do. But, you know, it helps when when you get a win and then you realize, okay, okay, the process is at least right. And looking go. forward. And by the way, one of the things that ended up winning that bullet on 16 for Tom Hoagie is what won him this. When Daniel Berger withdrew from the tournament, one of the things I do, I do little modeling software with Fantasy National. That's the website I get to it. And you can look at the last 24, 36, 50 rounds, whatever time frame. And I look at different statistical categories. And one thing I look at is strokes gained approach. And strokes gained approach, obviously, is your iron play from the fairway. Number one in the field coming into this week was Daniel Berger. Mm. Daniel Berger was the the, uh, tournament champion here last year at Pebble Beach. He did uh, withdraw earlier this week with a back issue. Right behind Daniel Berger for the last 24 rounds, for strokes gain approach was one Tom Hoagie. Wow. So those categories matter. And look, when you see a lot of people kind of on the same people that might be tipping them on social media or tipping them on VEASAN, keep in mind, a lot of us look at the same statistical categories. Sure. We look at like, okay, approach is going to be important this week or okay, uh, you know, proximity to the hole is going to be important or okay, bogey avoidance is going to be important because it's a really hard golf course. So it varies from week to week, but more often than not, if you're looking for like one statistical category to uh, really evaluate every week, it is iron play. It is strokes gain approach. And that's why you see the great iron players win frequently on tour. The Colin Morikawa's the Justin Thomas's because they always seem to be there. Bo Hosler, unfortunately though, not going to get his career best finish. He was bogey Hosler on that. That, by the way, it does cost you $174,000. So if you had a rough day betting, I don't know if you lost $174,000, but sadly for Bo Hosler, he just did. He is going to have to settle for a tie for third with a bogey at 18. A heck of a tournament, uh, but again, doesn't get home as Tom Huggy does. Uh, and again, we talked about it, and this is kind of how we were workshopping this for all the in-game betters. Think about who could get to 19, because you said that would probably be the winning number. Tom Hoagie mm-hmm. wins it with a 68 today, finished at 19 under, two-shot victory over Jordan Speed. So, again, that's why it, those practices and you try to visualize and pathway to success, and I think you had to figure out who could get there. Hoagie got there. I'm a little surprised Speed you know. wasn't there with him at the end. But, you know, it's something that, again, when, when you look at it, and Jordan Speed right now yeah. the second favorite to, to win at Augusta, 
this is scar tissue. And again, look, he's a great champion, three-time mm-hmm. major champion. We understand that. But, he, you know, you, you think mm, with an inferior yeah. field yeah. that you would have gone, and I know a lot of people probably in the in-game probably went, all right, I'm going to take Cantlay. I'm mm-hmm. going to take Spieth. Mm-hmm. Right? The horse for the course. Take mm-hmm. the clothes. Neither one of those guys got home. Yeah, and, and look, it, it's the joy and pain of golf betting for people that are new to this. And I tell people, I know our man Scott Seidenberg was on Will Zalatoris, and he's like, I think he's going to get home. And one thing I say, not to be discouraging, I'm like, because he's new to betting golf. That's it. And it's like, you know what? Scar you're going to you're gonna get joy. But, boy, you're going to get pain, too. And you always remember the ones that don't get there for you. But you just got to keep getting guys in contention, I think, if you're betting this week to week. So, Hoagie, now the fourth first-time winner on the PGA Tour this season. I remember I mentioned List at the Farmers Insurance Open last week. Taylor Gooch won the final finale in 2001. And then Lucas Herbert at the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. So, you get these first-time winners. And, that's where you want to look at form because Hokey's kind of been on the leaderboard at least a few times and certain guys fit in certain courses like Tom Hoagie is probably not going to be a player. It's going to win on like a 7,700 or a 7,800 yard mm-hmm. long track like this, but a coastal course around 7,000 yards, you know, those are the type of courses that like a Tom Hoagie wins on and he got it done today. I always talk about it on first strike in our podcast as well, where I say, Hey, look, you know, we gave you four straight winners at uh, 269 and 270 with the title fights, all underdogs cashing. That's great. It's hard. We're trying to give you our best handicaps, the best way to maximize your gambling dollar. Didn't happen last night with Jake Hermanson, who was a plus 190 Mm -hmm. underdog. He didn't cash as he loses a five-round decision. But we're trying to put you in spots where we think there's advantageous plays to really maximize that dollar. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, you mentioned UFC. There's a big card, I believe, next week oh, in the yes, pay-per-view down in Houston. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya Ooh. in the main event. So, look, just more thing to parlay with your Super Bowl bets, some of these UFC <laughs> As fights. As if you don't have enough. Yeah, exactly. We'll and, and we talk about the props. I mean, the guys over at Superbook and elsewhere, that's where you get into the really fun props. Not just the Super Bowl props, but you get into, like, the cross-sport props right. where it's like, Jordan Spieth's final round score versus the total amount of points the Bucks are going to score in the second half. And it's like, you know, 65 or something like that. It's something absurd like that. Good luck handicapping those. Got a couple minutes to go here. I do want to get to the final NBA game on the slate today. That is the Bucks out west taking on the Clippers. We've seen the Clippers taking a little bit of that money here as we get ready and getting closer and closer to tip here. So what, about four and a half overnight down to three and a half here. What do you make of this closing number? Yeah, and uh, I think maybe people are betting the against the Bucks a little bit just because they're on that back-to-back. They shot so well. 137 points against a very Ooh. shorthanded Portland Trailblazers team. Clippers finally back to 500. They held on for dear life on Thursday night against the Lakers, who were life and death last night, by the way, against the Knicks as they blew a lead, but ended up beating the Knicks in overtime last night in the Staples Center. So Clippers now haven't been 500 in a while. And sometimes when you're kind of like, you know, you're working, you're clawing, you're clawing, and we know that they're without Kawhi. We know that they're without Paul George. T. Lou said basically, okay, Kawhi, not going to be back anytime no. soon. So when you look at what the Clippers have had to do, they've had to kind of keep grinding around that 500 mark, and they're trying to get back ahead of it. So I kind of like them in the spot a little bit tonight. Scene four, I believe, in the market, three and a half at BetMGM. I think there's a couple rogue four and a halves, obviously, shop around for the mm-hmm. best number, but... I kind of like the Clippers a little bit in this spot. I think when you get the Milwaukee Bucks, and this, by the way, you're the they're they're the target now because they're the defending NBA That's champion. Right. So it's like everybody is going to get up for you every single night. 
And you got to think the Clippers, even though it's a shorthanded bunch, they're going to get up for these guys and say, okay, fellas, let's prove how good we can be and give us some optimism that we can beat a championship pedigree team like this. So lean with the clip joint here at home. All right. So that's going to just about put a bow on this edition of the green zone here. I want to pay, uh, thank Patrick Everson. I want to thank Tank Williams, Howard Bender, uh, Doug Crawlstein, and Vinny Mayulo for joining us throughout this four hour show. I want to give a shout out to Matt Santos, our producer, Jeremy Wingle, our director at all the fine folks behind the glass that do a great job each and every day right here at Beeson West. Congratulations, Tom Hoagie, 60 to one cash. Tom Hoagie, your ship has come in and so is mine and Brady Cannon. Thank you very much, sir. Brady and James Sweet is going to take it over for us. Thanks for watching the Green Zone right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.